Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Chat on 97.7 FM and 1450 AM WAOV Vincennes and 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest from the Vincennes State Historic Sites is John Mays. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you waved at me. Yes, I waved. Yeah, I've seen, I'm, off, off, I'm even physical about it. See? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm like, is there a camera in here I you know. see? <laughs> well, what do they say, you know, when 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 you've probably heard their own radio smile. Yeah. Even nobody sees you. Yeah. yeah. It's because your physical elements reflect them on your through your voice. Okay. That's what I've heard. Okay. John, you're scaring me already. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> we haven't got to the scary part yet. I know. All right. The same thing my wife says to me. <laughs> okay. Scare me already. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> Anyway, when John's on, it's usually something good, and especially in the month of October, because yes. it has to do with Halloween. So what's Ooh, going on? Yes, spooky season. Uh, well, first of all, we have a ghost story walk. That's been a big hit last couple of years. And this year, it's special because it's on Friday the 13th. This Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. Friday the 13th. Um, that's our ghost story walk. Uh, we have three spots. Uh, so three times that we do it, um, set, starting at 7, starting at 8, and starting at 9. But before you uh, plan your time, 8 o'clock is sold out. 8 o'clock is already sold out. It's gone. It's gone. 7 o'clock. We only have two spots left last I checked. So now we're down to the 9 o'clock spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so real popular. And uh, we start out at the old State Bank, uh, 114 mm-hmm. North 2nd Street. Uh, but we just start there on the on the front steps, and then we walk around, oh, around the downtown area and old cathedral, and and we stop at different points and tell spooky stories, ghost stories, some things that relate to Knox County in the area and stuff like that. So it's nice and and spooky and fun. And I okay. dress up. So <laughs> now, how many years have you done this? Oh gosh. It's like the third or fourth year yeah. that we've done it. It was big last year. Yeah, we sold out. We almost sold out last year. If we didn't sell out, I can't remember. Yeah, it came very close last year. Why, why do you think this is so big? I mean, it, it's walking in. Like, I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Is it just? I'd like to think it's me. Okay, but, no, uh, I mean, you know. no, say it. no, no, John, no, John, I'll, I'll, I'll give you credit. I'll give yeah, you credit. No, it may be your presentation. Yeah, whatever. Uh, um, no, I think that people just like to, um, you know, it's the seat time of the year and people like to hear, uh, spooky stories. And there's just something about, you know, getting outside in the evening time with another group of people and hearing these stories. Um, I think it's fun for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to add a little humor to it and stuff and, um, things like that. So I do it. And, and Katie, my, our co-work, my coworker, she's also, she's very, very much into Halloween. Like uh-huh. she's been setting up like Halloween stuff for like two months already. I mean, she's like super into Halloween. So, uh, that's, that's real good for us at this time of the year. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. So, okay. Now you say the eight o'clock show is gone. I still the yep. seven and nine, seven and nine. And I'm seven. Maybe like I said, last time I checked, which was, the day before yesterday, they were only had, we only had two spots left at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that's almost sold out as well. So, yes, big hit. Um, so that's great. Great. But okay. this year, like I said, special because it's on Friday the 13th. All right. Yes. Now, if you did this last year, is it the same tour? Yes. I mean, same spots pretty much. However, the stories are different. Um, we'll keep some of them. Some of the stories we did last year we'll keep, 
Uh, we're going to put in a f uh, several new ones just to change it out so the people that came last year, they're not going to hear the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a lot of new stories. So Okay. All right. All right. So anyway, um, what time does it start, you say? 7 o'clock is the first. And it's starting to get a little darker now. Yeah. A little bit. But oh, yeah. Well, 9 o'clock would be perfect, and we have lots of open spots at 9 o'clock. <laughs> How long? Well, about an hour? Hour. About an hour. Yeah. About an hour. We give ourselves an hour. Uh, you know, it's the walking time. We don't go a long distance, but since we stop a lot, uh, it takes about can, an hour. Can you give me an example example of what i mean with the walk i mean what you'll talk about at a spot or uh well um far as the spots like i said we we stop uh around the patrick henry square and, and old cathedral area and and um, a little bit downtown um now what are what are the stories are they folklores are they stuff you just kind of like uh some of yeah yeah a little imagination or well no we we try to go through um you know, like I said, folklore and, and stuff related to Knox County. Um, we do add some other things, too, uh, and kind of incorporate it in. Uh, but like Knox County, let's see. Um, well, I, I, every year I have to do a story of the Lugaru, uh, the werewolf. Okay. So I just have to do a werewolf story. Okay. Uh, of course, that's uh, French, goes back to the, old, the French time. So. Okay. All right. So we do that kind of thing. All right. All right. So how do you get tickets? Oh, yes. That's very important. Okay. So uh, go online. We're, we're in the modern age now uh, here at the sites. So you're going to go to, uh, well, here's the full website. I'll tell you that, and then I'll explain it a little easier way. So it's indianamuseum.org, indianamuseum.org altogether, backslash historic dash sites. Mm -hmm. backslash again Vincennes mm -hmm. so that's the if you do that you'll go right to the page if that's too much to remember just go to uh, indianamuseum.org and you can do the drop down menus on the right side that'll bring you to like the first historic sites and then Vincennes mm -hmm. so that's probably an easier way so you don't have to remember all those backslashes and stuff um, so that's the way to get tickets. When you get on the page, there'll be a little button. You scroll down, and, and I call it a button. I don't know if that's the technical term. Uh, <laughs> it is today. <laughs> it is today. You, you click that, it'll tell you ghost walking and you know, all that. So pick your time and everything. Well, like I said, it's 8 o'clock sold out, so that'll show that it's sold out. If that's too confusing, just give us a call, 812-882-7422. Uh, uh, that's our phone number and we'll explain everything and you can even come down to our site at to 1 West Harrison Street uh, to the, our, uh, the log cabin building and we can take care of it there as well so uh, if you don't want to do all the whole online thing but okay all right wow okay that is coming up Friday yes Friday, Friday. the 13th mm -hmm. and 15 and older you don't like kids kids no no no. Yeah. And it's and it's fifteen dollars a person. If right. anybody wants to know, okay, you said fifteen. It's like, oh yeah, the price. Yeah, it's fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Well, and while I was talking about the age, we I did have a parent call me and ask, you know, if her son could come, and he was a little younger than that. And I told her that's up to her. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, we're not going to do anything that we're not going to tell any stories that are very. There's no gore. No, nothing extremely graphic or inappropriate or anything like that. No, I mean most of our adult audience wouldn't want to hear that either so no it's nothing like that so it's just up to the parents 
You know, we focus on older, you know, teens and adults, but you know, if your kids on the spooky stuff and they're fine with it, that's on you. you now, know? I, I always ask you this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to always ask you this. Okay. What does something like this have to do with the state historic sites? Oh my goodness. Okay, I mean, let's talk about you know, and and, and don't get me wrong. I when I get the people from the GRC here and they do their astronomy night, yeah. I ask. What's that got to do with you guys? Yeah, what's it got to do with you? What is the uh, relationship here? Well, I think number one uh, is the whole folklore story aspect. Okay. So, like I said, mentioned the Lugaroo story, which I tell every year. And, of course, that relates to the early French and Vincent. So, anything connected with uh, area history. Okay. uh, You know, I think it's something that we highlight. And that would be true for any of the historic sites in town. Okay. You know. Um, so I'd say that's number one, um, getting people out. We start at the banks of being aware of, oh, well, that's the old state bank. Um, now, it's not a functioning bank. You'd be surprised how many phone calls we get, people wanting to open up an account. We're like, we're not a bank. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. No, I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we accept bitcoins. Can bring them yeah, back. yeah. So the way he says, oh, yeah, just give me your account number. I was like, oh, oh, no. no, I won't do that. But. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Well, I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I ask you that. You mean, when you guys used to do uh, Fort Fright over uh, Fort Knox? Yeah. I, mean, I always ask you that. Yeah. Too. Well, like Fort Fright, that was main thing was to get people at Fort Knox to location. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this one is a little bit different because it's tied into lo- ghost stories and folklore <laughs> and local stuff. That's yeah. Just kind of getting people interested in that aspect <laughs> of, of history in the area. So. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, just want to make sure that there wasn't a, a surprise. No, a little, no. A little blurb of history here that we didn't know about. No, no. All right. Other than the stories. So. Okay, all right. All right, let's take a break. We'll have more John after this at WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV. Emily Query from Good Samaritan Hospital Hospice, our guest this segment. Good morning. Good morning. So what's going on? Um, I was just calling. We wanted to share some stuff that Good Samaritan Hospice has been doing um, and go over some stuff that we have coming up for the community as well. Okay. Um, let's just real basically talk a little bit about hospice. And for those okay. who are not really familiar with it, how would you explain it? Um, so hospice is providing end-of-life care, um, bringing comfort to not only the patient, but we also provide comfort and services for the entire family. Um, we have nurses that come in. We can provide aid services, which can help with bathing, self-care, um, also do some light housekeeping around the house to help the family and um, patient out. We provide social work for emotional support and also to help with any resources or um, planning that needs done. And we also have our chaplain through the hospital that can go in and do um, spiritual services with the family if needed. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So we... Oh, go ahead. No, no. I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so we did... We are fully staffed right now. We um, have all of our nurses. We have two full-time aides that can get in and give baths um, two to three times a week with the family. So we have opened up our service area again. So we go 50 miles from Vincennes, and we also service 50 miles from Lawrenceville. So now that we are fully staffed, we can pick that back up again and get to all of our areas. Okay. All right. So, um, again, is this, uh, I guess... Who initiates hospice? Is it through the doctor, the or is it through the family, or the patient, or who? Yeah, so the referrals need to come from your doctor. Um, if the family feels like they want hospice, they can go to their primary care doctor, and they can um, choose which hospice they want and get a referral sent in. Um, so, But hospice does not have to be in the hospital or in a facility. We do go to the home's and provide all of our services in the homes as well. Okay. All right. All right. So anyway, and this is through Good Samaritan Hospital? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I think people understand, you know, what hospice is about. It just, to me, was always, how do they get it going? If it's something they want to check into, what's that first step? Yeah. So the first step would be going to your doctor and having that conversation about end-of-life care with your physician and then they can get the referral sent out. Okay. All right. Uh, what else is going on? Okay. So we recently had our annual um, children's grief camp, mm-hmm. uh, Camp Mamikey. So that is for ages 5 to 12, where anyone who has lost a loved one can come spend the day with us. Um, we do coping skills, healing activities, um, an opportunity for them to interact with peers and other children who are experiencing similar feelings of loss and emotions. So during that day, they are paired with a buddy who are volunteers from the community that come, and they spend the whole day with them and help them with the activities and their feelings. And um, so this year we had 20-plus kids, which is actually our biggest uh, turnout that we've had this year. So... It was really great. We had that at Camp Wildwood. Um, that was our first time at Camp Wildwood, and we really enjoyed it out there. Oh wow! Twenty. That's 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 amazing. Yeah, it was. We had a great turnout. Yeah, and he didn't have as far to go. You know what I mean? So I mean, just. It, <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure it was a it's a beautiful day though, wasn't it? It was. They did yoga outside and. Um, we did some scavenger hunts, and then at the end, um, every year, each kid gets a live butterfly that they can say a message to and release into the wild for their loved one. So that's always a really special moment. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, uh, nice job. I mean, good. I Thank mean, you. It was, it was great. That's great. I didn't know you moved it. I mean, I thought it was still out up north. I didn't know realize he had moved it. Yeah, we usually have it at Camp Arthur, but right. dates didn't line up this year, so we tried something new, and it was nice to have it real close in town and easily accessible. Okay. All right, what else? Um, we have a caregiver support group that we started up in June. So this is open to anyone in the community who is a caregiver. It doesn't matter the diagnosis or 
um, and they don't have to be on hospice. So that meets the third Monday of each month at the Hetty Center here at Good Samaritan Hospital, um, and that is from, it starts at 5 o'clock. Um, our next one is October 16th, and we have a guest speaker coming in from Angel Home Care um, to talk about their services and what they can do to help the caregivers as well. Um, so we've had a few speakers, and really it's just a good outlet for those caregivers to come in and um, interact and meet with people who are having the same struggles as they are and to realize that they're not alone with what they're dealing with being a caregiver. Yeah. I think sometimes uh, we forget about the, um, you know, we, we always think about the patient, but uh, the, the, the pressure that the caregiver's on, you know, you got to make sure you take care of yourself as well. Yeah, because if the caregiver gets down, then they can't take care of the patient. So mm -hmm. that self-care and making sure you're taking care of yourself is a huge part of being a caregiver. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of us don't remember the toll that it takes on oh. the person. No, and unless you've been through it, you really don't understand. But hospice is a complete effort, isn't it? It's with the patient and the family, right? Yes, yes. We are there just as much for the family as we are the patient. Okay, good, good. Uh, how many volunteers do you have in hospice? Um, I'm not sure on the exact number, but we really rely heavily on our volunteers. Um, so we are always open to taking new volunteers. We need help at the office. Um, could be answering phones during people's lunch breaks, um, helping with mailings that we send out. Because um, part of helping the families is they get bereavement services for 13 months after the patient passes. So we send them newsletters and cards and just general information about grief. Mm -hmm. So the volunteers help us with those. Um, if the volunteers are comfortable and want to go meet with our patients, they love having visitors um, just to come and talk to and um, just someone they can relate to and have that's not a medical visit or anything like that because a lot of our times especially in the facilities they don't get too many people in there so having a friendly visitor is always nice for the patients to interact with sure it is sure it is okay i mean that's uh wow it's a lot going on now what would you like people to know about hospice maybe that they are not aware of Okay, yeah, so I think one of the main misconceptions about hospice is that um, you have to be older. Um, you know, hospice is for all ages. A lot of times it is for the older generation, but they we do get young people as well. And also that hospice isn't just for cancer. It can be for any diagnosis. Um, it could be for heart disease, lung disease, um, we have, you know, pulmonary issues. So just because you might not think that your diagnosis is hospice appropriate, um, most of the time it is. So just call and get information on that. Right, right. And I think sometimes uh, we don't get enough information. I mean, we assume that we know about hospice, but every time I ask a question, because I think I know 
with me, either you or Jamie or whoever I, I deal with, it's like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you, you brought up a great point today because we think a hospice, 90, 90% of the time we think it's cancer related. But it could be, okay. right, any, you know, uh, somebody who's got a heart problem, you know, has a hard time moving around or, or things associated with that. You know, you don't think about that, but that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of people think that hospice is just, which it is end of life, but that end of life needs to be a few days or a week. And really, you know, we say the sooner you can get hospice in, the better, because that gives us a chance to get to know the families and to get everything situated and get into a good routine and provide comfort before it's the end of life where everything is really stressful so the sooner we get in the sooner we can get things put in place and that's less stress on the family at the end as well okay all right anything else um only thing i can think of is that we have our um memorial coming up for the year it is light up a life and that is on november 28th oh wow yeah tuesday at six o'clock and this year we're having it at the Grand Banquet Hall downtown because we outgrew our previous locations. Um, so that's always a good thing to have. Um, so this is a memorial service that provides families the opportunity to honor and remember their loved ones and hopefully provide them some healing and comfort as well. Um, for a minimum of $10 donation, your family can have the name of their loved one put on the banner and read um, during their ceremony. And then that banner is also displayed outside of the hospice house during the holiday season. Okay. So we can take donations until October 31st. You can either stop by the office here at 601 South 9th Street, or you can call us at 812-885-8035. Wow. I'm glad you brought that. I forgot all about that. It is that time of year, isn't it? It is. Yep. It's going From one fast. event to the next. <laughs> <laughs> it's going fast. Let me tell you. You know, I, and I'm going to tell a little story. I, uh, years ago doing this show, I remember the first time I actually talked to somebody about hospice. I was scared to death. I mean, mm-hmm. an interview. Now I'm just, I'm just blown away what you guys do. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, thank you. We I'm, are honored to do all this for the community. You guys are wonderful. Wonderful. If anybody has any questions about hospice, how, where they, who they call, I guess? Um, they can call either Jamie or myself. Um, we are the social workers and handle the bereavement here at, the, at hospice. And that phone number is 812-885-8035. Okay. Emily, good talking with you. Great conversation. Keep up the good work. And, you know, uh, we'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. Okay. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. 
I knew you would get this one. Yeah. Uh, the great well, Warren Zevon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, you know, it's Friday the 13th coming up. Yeah. All right. So, okay, now we're going to move on. We have an adult event with the Downtown Coast Walk. Yes. Now we got something for the kids. Yes, we do. Yes. The uh, Halloween Fair. So that'll be October 21st, so a week from Saturday. And it's at our main site. So it's 1 West Harrison Street. That's by Grouseland and VU mm-hmm. uh, area. Uh, 6 to 8. 6 to 8. And like I said, this is a Halloween fair. So it's for kids. Uh, so one thing we have, our friends at the Knox County Public Library, they're going to come and read stories. So Halloween stories. Uh, we will have a craft area. Witchcrafts. <laughs> you like it? Witchcrafts. <laughs> Like I was it. pretty proud of myself for that. Witchcrafts. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a thumbs up for give that. Give me a thumbs up for that one. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Uh, and also a mad scientist laboratory. We'll do science activities. Something with slime, probably. Oh, All kids oh, love slime. Oh, 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 a monster mash? A monster, yeah. Monster <laughs> mash. Um, some games, Halloween themed games, uh, yard games, and uh, not so scary. Uh, Ghost or trail walk, not ghost. I'm getting confused with the adult program. A not so scary walk around the back of the uh, building. Some decorations and, of course, candy. We all love candy, uh, so lots of candy and stuff like that. So uh, fun kids activity. And this is, as I mentioned, this is not scary, spooky. This is just fun. Yeah, you know, fun things for kids. So yeah, and that's what we're doing. Like I said, that's October 21st. It's five dollars per kid. And uh, six to eight at our main site. So that's that program. <coughs> and that's the uh, same way as before, uh, indianamuseum.org. Uh, same page and everything. Uh, little button. Mm-hmm. It'll say Halloween Fair. So yeah, there you go. That's how you do that. You know, you've had a lot of programs lately. Yes, yes, a lot. You guys have been busy. Yes. I'm taking a break after these. No, I... I <laughs> I mean, before the real ho- the holidays, you are going to probably take oh, a yeah. break. Yeah. yeah, we're doing... But you know what? I think, well, you know, talking with you and, and everybody, you know, from the other sites and mm-hmm. the GRC and, and the military museum, I mean, everybody, we just so, we feel so good that the pandemic's behind us. Oh, yeah. And we're just now really getting in that full stride, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're... Everybody's getting, trying to get back. I don't think, um, I don't know how everybody else is doing, but, you know, trying to get back to normal. Um, now with us, we, we started doing programming uh, pretty early. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty early. And um, the walk-in traffic for us didn't decline all that much once we reopened um, compared to before. So that was good for us. But I think in general, yeah. I mean, we're all still trying to, to get over that. It's funny how something like that, the reverberations, will last for for years. And I think, yeah, that's how we're, we all feel. So we're all trying to get back in the swing of things, I think, and do a yeah. lot of programming and do stuff. So Well, I think that it's, it's, it's vital. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you have to. But, but uh, you, guys, you guys are out there. You're doing it. You're trying to get the word out. Yep. Uh, you know, the summer, summertime's a good time, but, you know, Holidays are a lot of fun. People are out and about, mm-hmm. and you know. Oh yeah. Well, and uh, reading somewhere, I think Halloween is uh, this season. Halloween season is close to second uh-huh. in the most popular uh, 
holidays for for Americans, second, of course, to Christmas, right? Uh, and ho- that holiday um, part of the holiday season, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, we're just trying to to do stuff, and uh, for us, this is actually. This time of the year is the best for us. I mean, this is fun for you. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's creative. But then again, you got to get back down to what makes the historic sites go. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the story. Yes, it's stories. Our, our, our site, um, very story-based. Uh, very story-based. Um, we Comparing to other sites in the, in the museum system. We're part of the museum system with sites all over the state. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, um, not the others don't have stories. Of course they do. But ours is really dependent on, on the story aspect uh, with our buildings and, and learning about early uh, Indiana history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, um, it sounds fun. sounds like you've got a lot of things going on. Again, oh, yeah. uh, the downtown Ghost Walk is this Friday. This Friday. And like I said, sold out at 8. Almost sold out at 7, if not already. And 9 o'clock, we have a few spots left. So... Hurry up and get your tickets. <laughs> okay. Why not do uh, Fort Fright? Is that just something you just didn't want to do anymore? Or? Um, volunteers. Yeah, it takes a lot of people. Yeah. Volunteers. It takes a lot of people to do. Um, and with the pandemic, that kind of... We were already having problems getting enough volunteers prior to the pandemic. And that was basically something that, you know, as they say, the straw that broke the camel's back in that. Uh, and it's hard with, with the, something like that. It just takes so many people. Yeah. And so many volunteers. So that's that's why. Okay. All right. All right. What else is going on? Well, uh, let's see. After uh, this month, like I said, I'm taking a break. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got that. Yeah, well, we got that. To, yeah. To, it got that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we got a program and uh, do adventure days for, for students. We got one in November uh, about electricity, uh, mixing history and, and uh, learning. Uh, of course, we do a Christmas program, so we'll be doing that. Uh, the big stuff coming up, uh, big, big stuff that's real popular. Uh, of course, every February, we have our Princess Academy, mm-hmm. and we'll be doing that again. In fact, I'll be getting ready. As soon as we get done with this stuff, I'm going to jump on that, because that's the big, a big program for us. And um, we, we're in a heritage fair. Um, I think we'll probably do that in April. And... Uh, we try it. We did it last year. This will be the second year. Mm-hmm. Um, so just getting uh, people in the area from other places. And then also this year we're going to kind of tie it into different cultures um, related to you know, this area's history. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of things. So And that will tie in. Of course, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, in May, uh, hopefully, they're supposed to have a sign for Gimbal, Gimbal sign up and the Indiana um, Jewish Society has backed that they're paying for that and getting yeah so it's going to be hopefully it'll be a nice big deal mm-hmm. big event uh put a sign there on the corner there where the uh, gimbals was right so, right yeah i mean that's that's historical oh yeah it's wonderful i mean you wonderful know. there's so many aspects of our history that no. most people overlook and I that's know. one of them just a wonderful yeah. thing that we they think were here. we always think just about the revolutionary war and, and, and mm-hmm. things like that and, you know state historic sites goes well beyond that so. oh yeah well and with the like i said that's the 
great thing about this heritage fair that we're going to have in spring because there's so many different cultures that have impacted this area and people overlook that mm-hmm. you know and and you know that's uh something i'd like to highlight well with this. i mean we, we without a doubt one of the big things and i really didn't realize it till i moved here in the uh well early to mid 80s is the german heritage oh yeah there's I, a lot I, of german I heritage had, i had i had no clue i i knew mm-hmm. jasper did in dubois county but i didn't know vincennes did oh yeah i mean Wow. Well, like I said, there's the German heritage, Irish heritage. Like I mentioned, there, there at one time was a, a decent-sized Jewish community here, mm-hmm. a Jewish mm-hmm. cemetery. The Gimbals were here. Um, there's lots of different elements of African-American history here. Uh, so we'll want to try to highlight all that stuff okay. with this fair. But anyway, that's that's coming later down the road. And you'll be in to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Once again, the downtown ghost walk is this Friday. Yes, this Friday, uh, Friday the thirteenth. Okay. I just love saying Friday the thirteenth. I know you do. <laughs> I know, and I don't stop you. You don't stop. You give me those looks like, oh, again. Uh, again. <laughs> you might as well. It's your time. You know, you, for the next one minute, if you want to do Friday the thirteenth, straight, straight, you know, straight. Yeah, we have that, and of course, a week from Saturday is uh, the heritage or not heritage. Let's talk about Halloween fair. Okay. Not Halloween here. The Halloween fair and the for kids. Okay. So fun. if anybody has any questions who they contact uh call us at 812-882-7422 and one of us will answer the phone and just ask your question we'll answer it for you john always a pleasure and i'd say have fun friday but i think you will oh yes oh yes all right take care my friend thank you all right stay tuned more of the morning chat coming up on waov